Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quaddy fail, it's treble time. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Let's get straight to Mick Cowley with uh, Going Grays. Good morning, Mick. Good morning, Dave. How are you, buddy? Very good, mate. Uh, I'm looking forward to Saturday night. I'm doing the big double header, mate. I'm going to uh, head to Randwick for the Championships Day 1 with some commitments, and then I'm making my way to Wenty Park uh, for oh, the Have Golden they, Easter egg. They've rolled out the red carpet for you and all, I'm Just sure. getting the chopper across. Uh, so <laughs> I'll be landing at some point there, just at, around Glebe. You'll hear the chopper. And, no, look, really looking forward to it, actually, mate. Um, I, I kind of – I always get a bit of um, – I don't know if FOMO is the right word. What's what's it when you, you have a night and the time just gets away from you? Oh, what, yeah. what do you call that? And then you, you're looking at your mate, clock going, oh, jeez. It's called a lost memory. That's what it's called. Lost memory. Well, I'm looking forward to Saturday because I'm going to have a great day at the races and it's going to continue on. None of this going home. It'll be just charging on to Winnie Park. Mate, it's, it's always good when you have those those sorts of days as well. You know, you, you think, yeah, how good's this? Yeah, you'll be out at Randwick and then you think, hang on, this is just the first leg. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got something to follow up. And, you know, feature events, special nights, yeah, they, they are always the sort of events that people love, no matter how much they're into the Greyhounds or, or Thoroughbreds or whatever it may be. Special events just attract crowds. And uh, I was looking back at a few, uh, few replays of, of old golden Easter eggs the other night and it's amazing just to see the crowds there and, and people getting involved and cheering home the, the, the champion dogs. And, and look, we'll we'll unveil another champion, another golden Easter egg winner this Saturday night. You know, it, it'll be fantastic. It'll be a fantastic night's racing. And all eight of the runners, you know, anything can happen in a big race. So they're all live chances. Certainly are. How's that field shaping? It, it's look. It's been some interesting market moves throughout this week. The the one that they've really come for, which is uh, a little bit surprising, but everyone wants to tug your coat on it, is the one Farmore Beach, the, the Queensland dog. Um, had four runs at Wentworth Park over the last month or so, just preparing for this. Got better with each run. Was a nice second behind Devil Sixteen in the uh, final semi final last Saturday night. I, I think it's like seventeen dollars into nine or something like that. It's, mm. It's been amazing the amount of money that's come for I I guess the feeling is that uh, the two Vickies Queen will get up the track after the jump, which will leave the rails nice and open for Farmore Beach, and, and that'll give it a, a bit of an airport runway to, to run along that rail and, and be in prominent position rounding that first turn. But I don't know, there's a, there's a heck of a lot of good dogs as well. There's Tommy Shelby, there's, yeah, as I said, you could you could give a case for all of them, including Vicky's Queen, Peter Legagioni, chasing another big feature race win you know, with a couple of million dollar races already in his back pocket. He uh, did run second in the last Easter egg that was run with Federal Lily behind Zipping Bailey, and he's looking to go one better. And uh, Pete only puts dogs in races because he wants to win. Yeah, he doesn't put them in there just for the appearance. Uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be an absolute classic. But it's a fantastic night of racing. You you've got the Association Cup for the stay as the Group One race. You know, with uh, with your namesake Stanley Road in the race. Uh, you've got the Ultra Sense. You've got the New Sensation. Uh, it'll just be a fantastic night of racing. What about uh, Flying Ricardo? Because obviously that's you know that's a big omission. Look, it is, and and you would love to see the best dogs in the land in all in one race, but unfortunately, uh, racing is racing, and 
The flying Ricardo yeah, knuckled down on its nose last uh, Saturday night in the semi-finals as a threes-on favourite and uh, and missed the kick. And then it was pretty clear around that first turn that there was something wrong. And, and it turns out that he's re-injured that hock, which he, he suffered a hairline fracture uh, back in December uh, when he was trialling down in Victoria. Re-injured that, he's going to have to have a few months off. Uh, what they do plan to do, though, is, is to draw a few straws while he is sidelined. So... Uh, um, no stud fee or service fee has been mentioned for that as yet. That'll uh, all be mapped out in the next week or so, but uh, that'll be interesting. Some some flying Ricardo pups uh, somewhere you know, a couple of years down the track. Uh, yeah, we've got some absolute super size uh, around at the moment. Um, none better than Fernando Bale, obviously, but yeah, throwing another one into the mix, a, a dog that just just pure speed. It'll make it interesting for breeders. It'll give them another option. There's plenty out there as it is. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, what about uh, Sky Racing 1 active in the live streaming? Now, I'm going there on Saturday night, but I can tell you I won't be won't be raising a microphone, but we've got a cast of thousands out there. I see Disco and and um, Juga getting back together. Mate, it's, um, it's going to be a fantastic... As you said, yeah, if, if you can't be trackside, there's plenty of options. And uh, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, the boys will be there for Sky Active. Um, Sky, Sky Racing 1 will certainly have an absolute cracker of a coverage, as they also do. We're, uh, yeah, we're doing some live streaming on our website. And, and look, the plan was to have Duke there, but unfortunately he had a bit of a medical emergency oh, yesterday. Geez. Uh, he's in hospital up on the uh, up on the Gold Coast. Uh, had a bit of a problem with, uh, I think it was a gallbladder. Um, so oh, poor, poor Duke's out of play. He's uh, he's more disappointed that he can't come down for an Easter egg final than he is uh, about having to do, have a surgery or anything like that. So, so look, that's a, that's a bit of a, a disappointment for him. But yeah, we've got a, a replacement in James Vandermart who's uh, who's coming up and will will host that live stream with. Uh, disco, so that'll be a fantastic night as well. So yeah, again, we, we're giving plenty of options. You, it'll be an extended coverage on the dogs.com.au and yep. and a bit bit of a first as well. We're um, we've actually teamed up with the Daily Telegraph and, and going to be streamed live on the Telegraph website as well. So another option for anyone who wants to get involved in greyhound racing and, and look, hopefully that'll give us a, a different footprint, uh, a different sort of audience through that medium as well. So that's a, another positive initiative that we're uh, we're doing for Golden Easter Egg on Saturday night, mate. Oh, I love it. Uh, I saw a post yesterday on the socials from Disco. He's very happy. He's very, very happy. <laughs> oh, mate, he's, he's pumped. Disco loves his, his greyhound racing. Uh, yeah, he, he dabbles in thoroughbreds as well and uh, and dogs, but he, he's uh, at he is uh, a greyhound man at heart, always has been, always will be, and uh, it'll be good to see him back behind the microphone on Saturday night at Wente. Now, uh, what about uh, the Tari Cup final? Now, this there's an old, I also heard yesterday that they have a race called the Silver Bullet. Mate, they do indeed, yes. We, big we need reshes. We need reshes <laughs> to get on board here, the Silver Bullets. There's, uh, I can uh, see synergy here. They're always looking for a sponsor, nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you yeah, know, the, the, uh, that was their big day yesterday at Taree on the Mid-North Coast. They have uh, that Silver Bullet final, but also the Taree Cup final. And, and there was a couple of shorties in the race, uh, but uh, they were expected to fight it out. Ice Rena and, and Tigress Eye, but unfortunately they didn't. The race was won by a 20 to 1 chance called Tatum. Now, if you uh, if you delve a little bit deep into Tatum, there's a bit of a story. The, um, the trainer's a guy called Pat Pirelli. Uh, now, Pat won the 2009 Group 1 Peter Mossman Classic with a dog called Divine Road. So, you know, handy achievement in itself. If you go back a bit further, everyone's heard of Zoom Top. Well, Pat is effectively the man who can claim some sort of responsibility for naming the Greyhound Zoom Top. 
Pat tells the story uh, that he used to work for Lee and Heck Watt, who uh, who owned uh, the Zoom Top Litter. Um, and uh, Heck basically said to Pat one day, look, I've got this really impressive litter out of Blacktop, uh, by Blacktop out of Busy Beaver, and I'm especially excited about this one dog which we're calling Sweetie. And he asked Pat to have a think of uh, if he could come up with a name for Sweetie. Uh, anyway, so part of his duties that day were uh, hop on the ride on lawnmower and mow the lawn at, at Heck and Lee Watt's place. Whilst he was there, he, he noticed a sticker, an advertising sticker for BP Zoom Petrol. So anyway, he uh, rocked inside and said, uh, because it's out of blacktop, uh, what about Zoom Top? Sure enough, they uh, Heck and Lee basically said, yeah, sounds good to me. They put it in as their first choice. <laughs> Hence, there's Zoom Top. So BP Zoom Petrol has played a big role in uh, in naming one of our greatest greyhounds of all time. There you go. There you go. That's unbelievable, mate. Um, now, I saw some uh, video as well. Uh, coming through on the uh, the Facebook pages and uh, Twitter pages from the dogs about uh, straight track racing uh, at Richmond, and there was a, a couple of trials done. Yeah, they uh, the track was open for trials, and uh, yeah, everything went very well. It'll be an official opening next Tuesday at Richmond. Uh, the minister, the minister responsible for racing, uh, Kevin Anderson, will be there along with uh, GRNSW CEO Tony Mestrov, and I think the local local members also going to be there, plus Richmond club officials. It'll it'll be a big event with the uh, the ribbon cutting, the the grand opening of the the straight track, which will be the first TAB straight track in New South Wales. You know, we've had obviously. Appen and Wyong and these sort of uh, tracks in the past, but no tab track. Um, so this will be the the first tab track, and their first meeting will be on the 24th of April, so not too far away. Uh, and it's great to have some straight track racing, a bit of a different option, and it's good to see grass again too. Um, yeah, beautiful green grass. And uh, as I said, that'll be a, a function on Tuesday morning, and then the official start of racing on the 24th. And there's plenty of dogs trialling there at the moment to uh, to get a bit of a look at the track and uh, and see how their dogs go up that straight. Yeah, fantastic. Um, now, have you, have you been listening to our countdown? Our Mate, cracking I, dozen. I have indeed. I'm uh, I'm on tenterhooks, waiting for number one. Uh, it, uh, I've got my own thoughts, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see who the experts have come up with for number one and. Uh, we're getting very close, Dave, very close. The anticipation's there. All right. Uh, do you want to have a look at number three? I think we should, mate. Here we go. The Cracking Dozen. We're set. Ready for the egg. Number three, Fernando Bale, 2015. Some say Fernando Bale, probably rightly so, the greatest sprinter of all time. And now, of course, in the stud ranks, will probably certainly be the greatest stud dog of all time. The expert said he wouldn't get across from box number eight, but when you're in the Great League, you overcome all adversity. Fernando Bale, a superstar. Racing, Fernando Bale came out of the machine humming. He's charging to the lead, led by Tudor Dawkins Bale. Dino Nico went to third, then zipping mid, Ron Ray Spirit. A long way out of it, over limit, followed up by Dino Double One. Recruitment at the tail, Fernando Bale, he is in the lead. He's ripping and tearing along. Led by Forda Dawkins Bale, Dino Nico, but it's Fernando Bale. He is right in the zone. He won the egg in outstanding fashion. He's run a flying 29-4. Superb effort. One of the great golden Easter eggs. Yeah, I tell, every time I have a beer with the bat, I always pull that out. Fernando Bale came out humming. And uh, what a great call. And number three on the list. What do you think of that, uh, Mick? Uh, 
had had to be top three. Absolutely, some would say that uh, it should be number one. Yeah, still the race record uh, for the Golden Easter Egg. But mate, like you said, what a great call that is! It just uh, hairs on the back of the neck stuff. One thing I'm fascinated by is is when we see, and it doesn't matter what coat it is, whether it's harness, greys, or thoroughbreds. When we see champions come through, and then we see, and it's kind of apt and timely. We're talking about this, you know, in regards to what we've just seen at the English Easter Yearling Sales. But the fact that this dog has, what, seven of the eight um, in regards to siring those particular runners in the Golden Easter Egg. I mean, not only was he a champion in his own right on the track, but what he's now doing for breeding in this country. Uh, and for that fact, the world is extraordinary, really. Well, you're absolutely right. Yeah, quite often you, uh, you get some dogs that are, are good race dogs. Um but doesn't translate into their their stud careers. But this bloke yeah, did everything. It was just electrifying to watch. Oh, I guess the fact that he was that big white dog as well made it even more special. Yeah, very easily identifiable. And yeah, people do like those um, unusually marked dogs. And uh, and white dogs and brindle dogs are uh, those that do pop into mind when when we talk about unusually marked dogs. And and he was certainly uh, fantastic to watch. Uh, just absolute lightning out of the boxes as he was that night and uh yeah it's it's translated translated to his progeny as well and yeah you uh you know it's no surprise that he's leading sire and yeah mm. you look at look at the figures these earnings of his progeny it's just you know it's remarkable each year and uh, yeah that's why people keep going back to him hey, listen to this uh a bit of info from his debut in december 2014 up until his last race in december 2015 and i First started at Sky when he was sort of just bursting onto the scene. He raced at least twice a month, every month, and he only raced 12 months. So that's an ex- astonishing in itself. Yeah. Eight Group 1s, the National Derby, Golden Easter Egg, Harrison Dawson, the Peter Mossman, the Maturity Classic, the National Sprint Championship, and the Adelaide Cup, and the Top Gun. 35 from 44, 29 in the best of the time of the night. Uh, he was the first million-dollar chaser. Prize money, geez. Imagine if he had to be around for the million dollar chase, he would have been getting that. Um, so he won 1.3. Uh, he won 16 in a row at one stage. His average winning margin was 5.38 lengths. He raced at eight tracks, won all of them. He won a group race from every box. He won a group race from every box. How is this dog not number one? There's going to be some dramas here. Um, six from seven from box one. Four from five from two, six from nine from three, four from four from four, six from six from five. So we love the squeeze boxes. Um, six Box six was six from eight, seven, two from four, and he only ever started from box eight once, and that was obviously because he jumped from eight, didn't he, in the egg? Mm, that's right. Sure so um, he's 10 from 11 at Winnie Park, eight from 11 at Sandown, seven from 11 at the Meadows. Um just incredible. He now stands for six thousand. He should be standing for eighty thousand. That's if this was a horse. Well, if this was a horse, you wouldn't be able to get into him. Frankly, you'd be. You know, you're absolutely right. And, you know, you add some stats to that. He's, he's breeding stats. Yeah, he's, he's only been at stud since late 2017. In that, yeah, essentially four years, his progeny have won fifty, almost fifty nine million in, in stakes. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal in a great. Just a wonder industry. dog. Just an absolute wonder dog. Absolute freak, and uh, but only good enough to be number three in our countdown. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Don't worry about that, Fernando. So there's two ahead of you, and we'll obviously have one of them tomorrow at 11 o'clock, uh, and uh, that will be before the Friday fill-up. So it might actually just be just before 11. And then, of course, on Saturday, it'll be Richard Haynes. Uh, we've got Paul Lambrizzoli and uh, Timmy Newbold, uh, all three of them around that 11 o'clock mark, announcing 
the winner. Uh, Mick, wonderful to talk to you this morning. I'm just think, trying to re, you know, you know when you uh, think about moments where you were, mm-hmm. I'll never forget the night Fernando won in Adelaide. I know we're talking about the Easter egg, but that win in the Adelaide Cup, and the main reason was, I think, because it was at, oh, was it at Murray Bridge? or well, It was at uh, Angle Park. Angle it would have been Angle yeah. Park. And I remember the caller, I think it was Tim Edwards, said that he had never seen Angle Park this busy since um, since another runner that I think Andy uh, and Hamish, Hamish and Andy had, were involved in a runner, mm-hmm. and it packed out Adelaide one night, and they had never seen Angle Park as busy as it was oh, on that mate. night. And you just th- that's the stuff that gets me going. That's It's awesome. Mate, and that's what that's what all codes need. They need that drug, that that dog or that horse that that can pull a crowd. And you know, we're, we're lucky that we've had a few over the years. You know, Fernando Bale was obviously one. You know, Feral Frankie, whilst he didn't reach the the stature of Fernando Bale, could also attract a crowd. And you know, a, a dog like Flying Ricardo was doing the same sort of thing. But uh, unfortunately, injury has cut that short for the time being. But uh, there'll, there'll be another one that pops up. Tommy Shelby's one that uh, that people love coming out to watch. So, hey, while ever you've got heroes in uh, in racing industries, you're going to get crowds to the track and people talking about it. So, yeah, that's what we want. We want to create more heroes every time we can. Here, here. Thanks so much, Mick. All good, Dave, mate. Uh, I will see you Saturday night. Now. See you Saturday night.